Summer is almost here. Don't you want to go to the beach with thicker, gorgeous, beautiful locks and everyone goes, hey, I love your hair. And you go, Nutrafol, baby. (laughs) You know, something along that lines. Well, take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering my listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and you enter the promo code TSFS. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. I recommend it. I've been taking Nutrafol for years. It's how I got my hair back thicker and not falling out in chunks after I had KJ. Now it's your turn. Nutrafol has been on with me for years, and that's because you all continue to buy, and it really works. I love it. Now it's your turn to love it too. Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com with the promo code TSFS. That's Nutrafol.com with the promo code TSFS. Via Hemp, let's talk about it. Via Hemp offers THC and non-TH craft cannabis experiences. Now, I love a non-THC option when it comes to your overall wellness. I'm talking sleep aid, maybe anxiety if you have that. Well, that's where Via comes into play. And did you know even a non-THC option if you're doing fertility or IVF can be helpful? Look into that. Well, Via is incredible. You got to be 21 plus. You can get 15% off with my exclusive code TSFS when you go to ViaHemp, V-I-I-A, hemp.com. They have all kinds of lifestyle products. And like I said, the best part is with the THC or without, so you don't have the buzzy buzzy. Don't you love my cannabis lingo? I mean, the buzzy buzzy. Anyway, I'm unique. What can I I say, look, order now. You're going to love Via Hemp. Use the code TSFS to receive 15% off and a one-time free sample of their award-winning gummies, 21 plus. That's viahemp.com and use the code TSFS at checkout. Support the show. Tell them I sent you and enhance your everyday life with Via Hemp. Get ready to meet four women who are going to be your new favorite podcasters. Entertain her podcast. Go and subscribe. Add it to your list every single week. You all know I'm obsessed with Hollywood, and I love a woman who is going after her dreams. Well, there are four of them on Entertain Her Podcast. Erin Coscarelli, Erica Cedeno, Sarah Sanderson, Zulai Hanau are on the podcast today. They have a show here in Hollywood talking about all the highs and lows. Some of them are married to famous actors or with famous actors. Uh, Some of them are sports reporters, entrepreneurs, moms, um, and they've been in this business. They are here today to talk about why they decided to form a podcast, what some of the toughest parts about working in the industry are, like is networking even worth it? Um, They have their own Playboy Mansion stories and more. So here are the four hosts of Entertain Her Podcast, girl. Okay. Um, The four hosts of Entertain Her Podcast podcast are here on the Sarah Fraser show. I'm obsessed with all these women because, well, uh, one, I'm obsessed because you guys really put out your lives. Your wife's moms, CEOs, your, some of you are married to actors, your actresses, yourself. Let's not get it fucking twisted. <laughs> Girlfriends. And most of all, <laughs> ride or die bitches for each other. Um, so yes. I love it. And you guys kind of have this cool insider. It's cool, but what I think is so, it's so relatable. A podcast about the entertainment business and your lives here in Hollywood. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Yes. Thank you for that intro. Um, that is us in a nutshell. Oh, well, there, there's, I, yeah, keep going. No, I was just going to, uh, for, for anyone who's listening at my little <laughs> comment there. 
I'm just saying that I am not a wife yet and that's okay. And Kevin, if you're listening, yeah, it's about that time. Ooh, <laughs> to I'm break also for. not a wife yet. I'm a fiance. Really? Why did I think Sarah's I... a fiance? Well, I, I don't know. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, I'm a very happy part. I'm very happily partnered up with my man. That's what I meant to say earlier. Okay. Can I just say one thing though? Matt and I are celebrating our 20 years of meeting you guys. 20 years. We, we met 20 years ago at the Playboy Mansion on February 15th. Stop <laughs> and it. And so that, yes. And so I'm just, I was like shocked. I was like, what? It's been 20 fucking years. That's crazy. It seems and it's it at the Playboy Mansion, ago. which is a recipe for disaster. So that's like even more of a testament, right? Like they really do love each other. <laughs> Oh my gosh. All these real. I, I mean, have it. we all been to the Playboy Mansion? Sarah, have you been? Yeah. No. Hello. Of so, course. Oh, that's, that's Sarah. Sarah's. I mean, no, no. I was asking Sandra. Our name. Why? Have you been? I have been. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm Sarah not, just I, moved here. Sarah, Sarah, uh, Sarah, you just moved here a year ago. So I, you, you have not gone yet. But. I know. I missed it. I mean, the, those were the days, right? I don't think we're going to get Playboy Mansion parties anymore. I don't think they happen anymore, do they? Can I just if tell they you, do, like, I don't get I, the invite. I, I remember when I would go to the Playboy Mansion, I would leave feeling just so shitty about myself because it's surrounded by beautiful women in lingerie, mostly blonde and tan. I just <laughs> felt like I never really quite fit into that scene. I would leave feeling full because I would spend the whole night by the buffet. They have the best food <laughs> and desserts. So I was like, I was so young. You don't even have money. You're eating like, like cup of noodles every night so, or like peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. And you, so you go and you eat a feast. You skipped the cocaine and you went to the buffet. Like who does that at the Playboy Mansion? I was never a cocaine person. You know, I would get some drinks and uh, the food and the desserts. I'm like, this party is great. <laughs> so, there were some naked people there, but I didn't see them. Erica, you and Matt might need to do, I mean, we've, we've had like the Playboy Mansion. Okay. Like Lifetime did a whole expose on like Hugh, like Hefner being such a perv. Now it's the Playboy murders, but maybe you guys need the Playboy like marriages and you do. Uh, my. My girlfriend was in the Playboy murder. She was one of the girls that got murdered. What? What? Wait, oh. I missed that there's murders. What? I, I was I, like, where have I been? She a was a girlfriend of mine. Her name was Jasmine Fiore, Fiore, actually. And I remember I was 22 and we had all found out her husband, which was, he was a reality star. His name was Ryan something, Jensen maybe. And he cut her up, killed her, cut her up, put her in a luggage, threw it in the dumpster. And for them to not figure out who she was, he cut her fingers off oh. and took her teeth out. The only way for them to be able to identify her was through her breast implant. You know how it has like an identification serial number or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I remember I was living in West Hollywood, Hollywood area, mid-city, mid Miracle Mile, and it was such a traumatic experience with for me because I remember going to dinner with her and she, we had gone to dinner at Katana, which was cool back in the day. And we had met this group of guys and I was very young. She was a little bit older than me. So I kind of followed in her footsteps. We meet this group of guys. We leave with them. Each guy had a Ferrari or a Lamborghini. I am in the passenger seat of this guy's car driving 200 miles per hour on the 405 
this guy I had just met, I'm thinking to myself, I'm going to die. We go to their apartment. Nothing happened. They're like, they had a pool at their like home, their location, wherever they were. And I left. And I remember feeling that was pretty risky. And then when I had found out she was murdered and killed, I, I used to go for runs in like Hancock Park area. I, I even though obviously I wasn't directly related to it, I felt so much trauma with that experience in going. I can I mean, obviously, I would never get into a strange person's car now. But I just remembered that really impacted me because she made that decision like we got in the car. So I had just thought like, wow, this is the like Hollywood fast life and Clearly that story was very rare, but since I was so directly connected to it, I remember it scaring me a lot. And like, I stopped going for runs in Hancock Park, even though, you know, I wasn't dating a, you know, murderer, but I just remembered that story. That was like, that was the first story in the Playboy murders. If you check it out, it's really- How many have there, I'm so, I've never, okay. Where have I been? Is there a Netflix, like, is there a documentary? (laughs) Right? I think it's on who I think it's on Hulu and you know they did a big I guess lifetime I think it was like lifetime or maybe it was Annie did the you know the whole like documentary playboy mansion all the women that came forward that Hugh Hefner had sexually assaulted them or had known about sexual assaults okay you guys saw all that then from that um they've done the playboy murders which yeah are people are women mostly women that are connected with the playboy mansion who have been murdered it's yeah, it's wild. And I don't know how many murders they've featured, but there was another woman back in like the 80s that was involved with, remember Chippendales, like the famous club here, and they've mm-hmm. had like a documentary out. So she was like the boyfriend of a guy that helped start that, and he murdered her. It was, yeah, it's crazy. Oh, my God. Yeah. Well, let's, well, okay. I mean, so, well, we should yeah, do yeah. ladies. That was, okay, let's have a drink. <laughs> it's like, we need it. We need yeah, drinks. how do you transition from murders to, to marriage? You, you just have a to drink and you wash it away because it's not how I want to start my Friday. No, but Erin, that's, that's so traumatic. I'm sure it took you like a long time to get over that. I mean, a friend of yours so directly impacted. Yeah. And then when I saw that there was a, you know, a docu-series on it, I knew all the details because I was so closely invested to it. And it really did traumatize me. I remember feeling so scared at whatever age I was, 22, 24, and Mm. just going like, this can be the the fat when you when you when you live the fast life, you go to the Playboy Mansion, and you do a bunch of cocaine, like, there's not always great people around, you know, I mean, not that I did that. But I'm just saying I remembered being young, and sort of scared in that world. So mm. now I'm not so scared, but it, it I never saw the cocaine at the Playboy Mansion, just so y'all know. I was just in lingerie, having some drinks at the bar with Simon Cowell and then met my husband. Period. I never saw the cocaine either. I'm okay. sure it happened. I'm sure it was in that mirror room, but I never saw it. I saw the chocolate covered strawberries. Um, Sarah exactly. with her food. Erica there was... was- was it like kind of between Matt and Simon Cowell? Like, I mean, it was, you know, like Matt came up to you and then, you know, Simon Cowell wanted you to leave with him and you were like, eh, you know, Matt's, Matt's hotter. And yeah. Uh, how do I choose? Yeah. How do I choose? I mean, no, the reality is, is that I met Matt first and then I was having drinks with Simon Cowell and Ryan Seacrest. And then when Matt saw me hand in hand with Simon Cowell, he almost did not call me. He's like, oh my gosh, I literally figured like you were one of those girls, like the typical LA girl that only cares about, you know, money and fame. 
He's like, and I almost didn't call you. And I'm so glad that I did. (laughs) Can you imagine if he wouldn't have called me? Yeah. He just took my number. Yeah. Okay. And I would never have gone for a Simon Cowell, as we all know. It would have been fun for like a little bit to date him and travel, but then not for life, you know? I mean, you could have been part of Simon Cowell's harem of women. Remember when he used to have that harem of like all the ex-girlfriends, like they'd all still hang out. I I mean, I would have been down. I would have been like, sure, fine. No problem. This is like sister wives, you know, just the American Idol version. Like, okay. Um, all right, look, I, we have to go back to your intros. I know we're like 20 minutes into this podcast, but we, we have to intro each of you because you all have just amazing backgrounds. So, all right, on the podcast today, Sarah Sanderson. Sarah, you're a mom. You're an actress. You famously were in Two and a Half Men. I was giving, I was saying like, did you get to make out with Charlie Sheen? Like, I want to make out with Charlie Sheen. Did you make out with him? No, I did not make oh, out with okay. him. I was his uh, nurse who you thought I was a prostitute, but then you found out I really was just a nurse and he was staying in like one of those hotel hospitals because he had had <laughs> surgery, like eye surgery, I think. Um, he was actually, it was, I worked with him right before the winning and the tiger blood stuff came out. So right before everything like hit the fan and then he left the show, but he was very professional um, on set. It was actually like one of my highlights of my acting career. Cause I mean, that show was just huge, a well-oiled machine at that time. And you were playing with the big boys. And, and then recently uh, Zulai and I worked with Charlie Sheen again. Uh, He's doing my, my fiance's new show called ramble on He's like a different person from what you would think from the headlines. Um, He's totally sober. He wants to work. He has a great work ethic. And I mean, they talk on the phone all the time. Like he's like a really nice guy. And then he actually, Doug got him to give me, he goes, what episode was Sarah in? He keeps all his scripts. So he signed um, the, the cover of that script for me. And I have it now framed and said, let's do it again. And he's just a nice guy. He's so nice. I have a question for you, Sarah. Do okay. First of all, did he remember you? And second of all, Sarah Sanderson. Um, second of all, does do you have insight because Doug is so close to him on what that phase of his life, the winning, like what was going on? Was he just doing a lot of drugs? Was drugs, he- drugs. Yeah, it was drugs. He's very open about that. He's he's open in a lot of interviews about all of that. But yeah, it was it was drugs. You know, now he's clean and sober and has been for a while. Um, and well, then the first question, what was the first question? I forgot. Oh, he remember you. Yeah. Oh, I am sure of he, course did he did me. No, <laughs> but you know, what's funny is his dad, um, Martin Sheen's also in ramble on. And so when he's like, oh yeah, dad, Sarah was on two and a half men. And he goes, oh, did I meet her? And he's like, I don't think so, but it was just, it was cute, but no, I don't think he remembered me, but I was nurse Kendra. I have some creepy fans that even though it's in one episode, they're like nurse Kendra. I think because it's like a girl playing an nurse, you know, it plays into that whole hot nurse type thing. <laughs> rem- oh my God. And I because love- you're hot. And you're hot. Yes. And because you're hot. <laughs> um, Erica- Don't look at me right now. I used to be looking better. <gasps> no, I loved and, and we'll talk about your episodes. I loved that episode about mommy life and postpartum bodies. It do- And I feel like Erica, I think you said it took like two years. I, I feel like it does take two years to get your body back. It's a it's a long journey. It's a lot. And it's so sad the way that we think like in the moment when we're in the moment of postpartum or mommyhood, we always come down on ourselves. And Mm -hmm. we were talking about this, how important it is to just kind of when you're in it, it's hard to see it like the light at the end of the tunnel. But then now I'm looking at Sarah, like she's so beautiful. Like she like, look at her with her baby and like, just share, cherish that moment because this is like it, right? You, You only get this one time where she's this 
how old and for so long. So yeah, it's hard to do, but I get it. It is so hard to do, right, when you're a new mom because you're so tired and you're recovering from like just pushing out this baby and you have all these hormones. It is it is like you do think you're going to really enjoy this baby and like suck in all the baby snugs and everything, but you're so tired. You're just like almost trying to get to the next feeding. It's really, it really messes with you. I will say what, because I always struggle with having a little tiny bit of a pooch like my whole life. Like I just always, that's me. But the second you're pregnant, you're like, oh, this is great. I can just own this pooch. I can wear those tight dresses it's okay I'm pregnant everyone's like oh your stomach's so cute the second she's out because you know it's going to take a while to go back down all of a sudden you're back to like oh I gotta suck it in like I gotta hide the pooch I can't wear a tight dress anymore it's just interesting how that mindset is yeah I enjoyed being able to rock the pooch it's also (laughs) funny for me as someone who has never had a kid when like because you were doing it a lot Sarah like you put your hand on your belly yes like, yeah, because sometimes if I didn't, depending on what you're wearing, you kind of just look fat. Like it doesn't, <laughs> yeah. no one knows. And people get annoyed. They're like, why are you touching your stomach in every single picture? I'm like, back off. Like, it looks better, okay? Erin, <laughs> let's let's talk about you. So, um, oh my God, I'm probably going to kill your last name. Is it Corscarelli? Did I say it? Erin Corscarelli? Oscarelli, but you can say it however you want. It's no. Italian, so it's a mouthful. I'm the worst. Honestly, like if people go, oh, what are you known for? Mine's mutilating names. Like people go, oh, that's the chick that never gets anyone's name right. So, okay, that, all right, that <laughs> accurate. Um, Aaron, you work for the Tennis Channel, NFL. You were just at the Super Bowl. Was Chris Stapleton's um, national anthem rendition as horrible in person as it was on television? <laughs> So actually I did not go to the game, but that's so funny that you said that I, so I had to work a few events leading up to the game, which is always to me more, even more fun than going to the game. The game is amazing. It's epic always. Right. It's always like so much fun. I got to join Aaron one year and it was so much fun. Sarah was my date for Super Bowl. What was it? I don't even remember. Was it like, it was the one in San Francisco. Uh Yeah, I'm trying to remember the number though. Um, But yeah, it was, it was amazing. Sarah was my date because of course, you know, it's in San Francisco, but, um, but it's so fun. And Sarah can, can, can attest that you get to go to all these parties. All these celebrities are there. You rub elbows, like, I remember Vince Vaughn, we were at a hotel bar. He was at the same hotel as us and me and my girlfriend Taylor were there. And he was there with, I guess, his buddy that is his producing buddy, Peter Billingsley, I think he's the last name. He's the guy that was in the Christmas story and they like, they partner on a lot of projects together. And then this executive from um, DirecTV. So we were all at a bar and um, it was Houston. It wasn't San Francisco. And everybody started talking to Vince Vaughn and he's very nice. He makes time for everybody. And then all of a sudden, like, I guess we all started chatting. He's actually my celebrity crush, believe it or not. Um, But we were all chatting. I was trying to play it fucking super cool, which I'm never cool. And all of a sudden he asks me and Taylor to go with him to this Super Bowl party, this direct TV party. So, of course, we look at each other and we're like, "Uh, Yeah. yeah. And we go to this party with him, which was amazing. We were in a private, you know, SUV, whatever. And it's great. You get what, what happens when you go to a party with Vince Vaughn? Everybody, <laughs> that's the tides separate. People yeah. walked in, and it was really funny because I had to leave like a p- event early, and he was like, "Oh, you have to go." And like he was like maybe a little sad. Maybe he wasn't sad, and I'm just like making this up in my head because I've, I've exaggerated. But it was just those are the kinds of things. I mean, way cooler than even that is just getting to do these live shows for Super Bowl and interview big time 
you know, athletes, JJ Watt. And it's like a stage that you can't even describe being in the mix of like millions of people at these things. And like I said, Sarah got to go one one year with me and it, you can't describe it. It is like electric, exhilarating. It's exhausting. I always lose my voice at the end of it. And it it's really, really awesome to be at the epicenter of like the number one sport in the country and get to celebrate with other huge fans of the game. Oh, yeah. And like America's biggest night of television now. You know what I mean? It's like uh, I would not even want to sing the national anthem. I mean, the pressure, you know, you're just like, I just need to remember the fucking lyrics like or the words, you know, like that's like the only thing. Um, all right. So let's talk. OK, um, Erica, Erica Cedeno. Did I say it right? Oh, my God. Oh you did. Thank God. Did. Thank the Congrats. fucking Lord. Um, okay. Mom CEO. I mean, soccer mommy badass here. Um, former Aww. actress. Wait, tell me about your kids company. Cause I love the kids clothing company. It's so adorable. Thank you. Eliella was born out of obviously being a mom and one wanting gender neutral for my kids that are like 10,000 years apart. Right. The problem is, is that Jackson was such a hard baby that I was like, am I ever gonna have another one? And then I decided finally, once he was started school that I was ready for the second. Um, but I still like to dress up my kids that were their matching and nobody had good, affordable, uh, premium fabrics that are gender neutral. So I was like, you know what, I can do this, I can create this line for myself. And then hopefully everybody adores it as much as I do. So yeah, Eliella started is just like a him and her. It means him and her in Spanish, Eliella. And yeah, it's doing great. I, I mean, every, all the moms that get it, love it. And they keep buying more. So and we were I've talking good. I love it. They're so cute. And people need to follow your Instagram. I love your IG. And you talked about Matt, your husband of 20 years, Matt Sedania, the actor who's famously known as Brandon Walker in Days of Our Lives. Um <laughs> And was he named yes. one of People Magazine's like 50 most like uh, hottest people or something? Beautiful people. Beautiful yeah, people. Yeah, do they even do that? Do they even do that anymore? That's so crazy. Like, they, who does that? They do. Yeah, they do? I still see it. Yeah. Uh, do they? I think yeah, it was he, a bigger deal when we were younger. It was like the list to be on. Remember, it was, that was literally like, like you've made it. Yeah. You've made it when you're on that list. That was like the thing. Remember, that was like the, you wanted that magazine copy. Like that was the one. Time to thank a sponsor. Oh my gosh, two people that I am loving that are on my radar. First of all, Dr. McGee in Bethesda, Maryland. All right, ladies, he is known for mommy makeovers, breast lifts, breast implants, changing out your breast implants. If you've had them for a decade or more, may need to see Dr. McGee. Board certified. Oh, look, it is so important to go to a board-certified plastic surgeon. People go, why, Sarah? Because a board-certified plastic surgeon is evaluated by their peers based on their surgery, based on everything. Their anesthesiologist, based on the patient and getting to know the patient. You want a board certification and look for that. Lots of times they can say other things like board approved. No, that ain't it, honey. And when it comes to plastic surgery, getting liposuction, getting that tummy tuck you've ever you've always wanted, even your chin done, just getting rid of that like turkey neck that happens. You want to know you're in the best hands and you don't want to skimp on plastic surgery and sushi. Okay, those are the two things. Hana, all right? So while it might seem great to head south somewhere um, across the border, we're going to not name names to different countries for plastic surgery. 
may be just fine, but save up the extra 10 grand and go and see my friend, Dr. McGee, and know you are in fabulous hands. Plus you get 10% off. doesn't matter what procedure you're doing. 10% off for new patients who mention the Sarah Fraser show. Make your appointment at cosmeticplastics.com. Horizon fibroids. Ladies, you know, 80% of women will have a fibroid by the age of 50. Heavy periods, long periods, and they can cause infertility. You should know all your options. Lots of times doctors go, oh, you need a hysterectomy. Don't do that full hysterectomy without seeing Dr. Will Neem. Dr. Neem helps patients across the country, so if you don't live in the D.C. region, you're okay. Go to horizonfibroids.com. Dr. Will takes almost all insurance. That's horizonfibroids.com. Yep. Yep. He, well, he was, that's how he looked when we met. Damn it. He was super hot. Not was, he is. He still looks like that. He has like eight abs. We talk about it all the time. And he doesn't age. Yeah. He doesn't age. Um, okay. Zulai, Zulai Hanau, amazing mommy actress. You're also a CEO. You own your own company. I can't get over the fact you said my name like that. Me neither. (laughs) What? That was good. Yes, happened. This is the first in my entire adult life that you're you're a white woman, you're not Latina, and you just said my name so fluidly and beautifully, and I now love you. <laughs> okay, good. That, I usually don't That's get so that. That's so kind of you. you. You like, thank you for that, for seeing me and like trying to and, and, and doing it, and I appreciate it. Yes, I am a mommy to a soon-to-be two-year-old, ah, um, mm-hmm. Kennedy. And I also um, am the CEO of a company. It's a it's a Latin media company focused on multicultural women. Um, I really love the idea of creating like a hub for just all of the just all of the the things that I feel Latina women and women of color have to kind of pierce through their mindsets in this new world of media and just how we are. Um, just there's just a lot of issues that we need to work through, especially as a, an immigrant Latina in this country. So I'm creating this. It's four years old. We're still a baby. We're in the infancy stages, but we have a few people that just have just signed on to help me amplify it and to help me uh, turn it into something. And I'm excited. It's my it's my baby outside of acting. I'm also an actor. I've been acting for 15 years. Oh my god! And you've also starred a- across some hot guys, including Channing Tatum and fighting. Like, I, I mean, have. was it fighting or fighter? I can't. I, it was I want... fighting. Fighting fighter. They, they call it fighter in the international because in Colombia they call it the fighter. I'm like, okay, it's not the fighter, but yeah, he's amazing. Now, was Such he like guy. doing? Was he giving you like demo lap dances, getting ready for Magic Mike at this time? Like, what was happening? <laughs> you know what? He was so in love with his wife or his girlfriend <laughs> at the time. Um, that he, there was like, no, you know, he was just, we, we were both like, just, I was just happy to be there. So I wasn't looking for like, he was just such a nice, uh, hot and fun and so talented, but no, that he was not getting ready for magic Mike with me. (laughs) In fact, we have very like endearing our love scenes and our, in our kissing scenes were just very endearing and very like like the characters needed it to be. They were like so broken that it wasn't like hot and steamy. So it was really nice. And of course, you're famously with Kevin Connolly. Everybody knows from Entourage. So you have a high profile significant other too. Want your life back? Order Hungry Root. It's actually as simple as that. Truly, Hungry Root is the best meal kit service I have ever worked with because they have meals that take 12 
minutes. Guys, if you are a busy mom like I am, KJ now just started swim lessons. And on the night that he has swim lessons, we're not home until six. I'm trying to make dinner, trying to get him rested and down for bedtime. When I see that number 12, and I know in 12 minutes I can have a healthy meal, I'm turned on. All right. You will be too. Hungry Roots website, so easy to use as well. You just go, you can type in a type of cuisine or if you like chicken, or you can do preset where you tell them you're vegetarian, keto, or you're a meat lover. Right now, get 40% off. My listeners are getting 40% off your first delivery and free veggies for life. Just go to HungryRoot.com slash TSFS and get 40% off your first delivery and get your free veggies. That's HungryRoot.com slash TSFS. Don't forget to use my link so they know who sent you and get 40% off right now and free veggies for life. Do you hear that? That is the sound of the brand new and delicious You Natural Conception for her in their juicy strawberry gummy flavored. Oh my, this is now my favorite thing to take. It's a fertility aid. If you haven't heard about them, they are unbelievable with thousands of five-star reviews on Amazon. Go and read them for yourself. And they're famous for their Conception for Her and Conception for Him formula, which Schman, my hubby, has been taking for over a month because it takes two to tango. Conception for Her Fertility Aid is a well-researched baby. They have ingredients like ashkawanda, zinc, magnesium that can help you on that journey to have a healthy baby. So what are you waiting for? Go and order now. You're going to love it, and I want to hear from you. Check out You Natural on Amazon and use code FRASER20 for 20% off Conception for Her, Conception for Him, and the Conception Bundle. That's EU Natural on Amazon, or follow the link on our website for 20% off Conception for Her, Conception for Him, and the Conception Bundle with the promo code Frasier 20. That's F-R-A-S-E-R. The number's two zero. Hero Breads. Oh my gosh. Chef's kiss. Do you love carbs? I'm obsessed. Give me a croissant. Give me a tortilla, baby. Every day, slathered with some hummus. Yes, please. And then a lot of veggies, a little turkey burger in it. Okay. Um, That's my own proprietary sandwich. Thanks. (laughs) Hero Breads right now offering 10% off. Go to hero.com. Co. Enter the promo code TSFS. You are getting 10% off. Now, Hero Bread is so delicious and flavorful, soft, fluffy. In fact, so fluffy that KJ loves it slathered with butter and cinnamon every day. They're known for their products to have zero to one grams of net carbs, zero sugar, and high in fiber. So what are you waiting for? Don't give up being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to hero.co and use the code TSFS at checkout. That's TSFS at H-E-R-O dot C-O. How ironic. I love this. Got a new podcast for you to listen to. Yes, I do. It's the Dr. John Delaney Show. Schman and I were actually playing a clip from Dr. John's podcast because he was doing the topic of our youth travel sports ruining families. Well, Dr. John Delaney has over 20 years of sitting with families and dealing with hurting people and mental health issues. He has a PhD in counseling. Delaney walks alongside real people as they navigate tough decisions. And this is actually something that I really enjoy about his show. It's caller driven. I feel like I'm going to have to get a collar-driven show, Dr. John. I love this. Anyway, listen to the Dr. John Delaney Show wherever you get your podcasts, or you can follow the link in the description of this podcast episode. I always make it very, very easy to find my sponsors and people that I partner with. So start downloading and listening today to the Dr. John Delaney Podcast. Enjoy.
10 years ago, I lost 60 pounds mindful eating, and today I have kept the weight off. I never think about food. I never count calories. Honey, I don't even use one of those darn trackers or apps. I live with food freedom, and I want that for you if you are ready and you want it. And that's where My Optimal Body comes into play. Visit MyOptimalBody.com to request an appointment, and be sure to let them know that the Sarah Fraser Show sent you so you can qualify for a free personalized assessment plus a bonus free 30-day supply of their gut repair product when you sign up for a customized plan. That is myoptimalbody.com to request an appointment. Why I wanted to partner with Dr. Applin is because he is a doctor that gets to the cellular and gut reason of why you can't lose weight and keep it off. They also work with your mental capacity as well. So many of us are emotional eaters. They address that and their clients see long-term success. If you are ready to lose weight, keep it off, and you don't want to do crazy Ozempic, myoptimalbody.com and tell them the Sarah Fraser show sent you. Yes, he's uh, amazing. We had our official Valentine's Day dinner last night. Um, yeah, we he's he's the best. He's just um, a little. Uh, what's the word? We we got all. I'm just gonna say it here, guys. We just got over a fight. <laughs> Oh, well, we all know how that goes. Yes, go on. We can relate. Yes. It's just a fun little fight. You know, when you get into, as as we all know, relationships are very fucking complex. So yes. when you get really comfortable and you're doing your thing and I'm doing Modern Muse and I we have the baby and he's, you know, launched his own company, Action Park Media, I want to say in 2019. So he's just coming home with like the world on his shoulders. And so on Valentine's Day, like we were like not on the same wavelength and we did not have the greatest valentine's day but we still had a nice dinner and i cooked but there was some tension in the air and yesterday last night we finally like had a nice dinner and we talked because it happens like when you're in a relationship with someone and you've been you're just kind of like going through the motions of life which happens to everybody i don't care who you are it just it happens and you have to remind yourself and come together and put your heart space. We call it putting our heart space together. That may not make sense, but we put our heart space together yesterday. And now we're, we're, we're back to being uh, lovey-dovey. But it was, we get into these little, you know, moods sometimes. And I know that it's because we're just very, there's a lot happening over here at this household. He's got his business. We've got a new, we've got a 20 month old. I'm, you know, we're both working. So we're managing a lot, but we're super, I'm super grateful for him. He's a great partner, great dad, and just a great guy all around. So yeah, he's awesome. So you all talk about a lot of the challenges, whether it's mommy, you know, you have guests on your podcast, your own careers. I, I I'm sort of course so into what you guys do because you're in the entertainment business. You are entertain her podcasters, um, but you all are kind of with actors. Although Aaron, we're not sure who he is, right? I mean, it could be like a hot NFL player right now. But anyway, um, so. <laughs> How do you guys date high profile people? Because in my house, like I'm married to a soccer coach because there can only be one ego. You know what I mean? Like Schman, my, I can't, no. Like I can't share the spotlight with anybody. Like it, how do you guys do it? I'm jealous. Somebody go first. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> great question. Um, I feel like, you know, we let each other have our moments. Like Matt tells me a lot of times he's feels like he's in a relationship with a dude because I'm very like, you know, I have an ego and I'm controlling and I'm always right. And he's, he, he's kind of more the passive one and I'm more, I'm Latina, I'm Latina, you know? So I'm like more of the salsa 
like need to get it out type of person. But I feel like what separates you from a dude with what you just said is that you're aware that you're those things and you admit them. Yes, a thousand percent. And I'm trying to work through them all the time. You know, like our therapist says that I need to listen to him more and I need to hear him more. And so I'm, 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 I'm doing that. 2023 is like the world, the, the new way of therapy, I think with me and Matt. So I think that's, that's, it's, it's going to be a good thing. Yeah. Couples therapy yeah. is great. It's, it is, I don't it's know. If, amazing. Yeah, it is. It totally, I, it saved my relationship. I was telling Erica and Aaron, we had lunch earlier. It was like, yeah. I don't know. I, I think it, they are. I feel like you need it. You hard. need it at all times. Like like Z said, we're all human. We're human and we grow at different wavelengths all the time throughout our life. When we're girlfriends, when we're fiancés, when we're wives, when we're CEOs, we're doing everything at different paces and they're yeah. like might not be on the same page as us or the same wavelength as us. So I think it's nice for a third party to hear us out because a lot of times I think I'm right. Well, actually, I think I'm always right. Yeah. And he thinks he's right, too. So I'm like, okay, let's like, you know, really work through this and hear what we're saying. A couple's therapist is like a mediator, basically. Yes. Kind of helps divide the lines in the middle because both people are technically right. Everybody has their own. We talked about about that at, at lunch with you, Sarah. Which is, you know, I mean, we're, we're all coming from different woundings and drama and family backgrounds. And so to say you're wrong or, or, or it shouldn't be done that way is, is hard for me to hear sometimes, too. Because what I used to do was always believe that other person was right. Because mm-hmm. I, I was, you know, recovering people pleaser and I oh, would yeah. do what's called deferring. I would defer to that person. And so then I, it's probably why I'm actually good at my job as a broadcaster, because my priority has always been make so-and-so really fucking uh, comfortable while I'm uncomfortable. And that mm-hmm. would require a lot of work, but that was what I felt I excelled at. And I think um, being in a relationship, you have to figure out where you begin and where they end, you know, and like really get a good sense of listening. Like Erica said, you know, is like going, okay, I can hear what you're saying. And, um, but also the same with, with that same token, I have to accept, I'm just a really social person. So I need to get in a lot of social time with my girlfriends. Like that makes me feel good. Yesterday we were playing pickleball and Sarah called me and she's like, I'm so sad. I would, but like, I go pickleball with the girls or I go salsa dancing with Zulai like we have to have our own thing. We can't always be together. Like that stuff stresses me the fuck out, you know? Mm. So basically, <laughs> um, when are you and Tom Brady getting into therapy, Aaron? <laughs> word for me? That would be great. <laughs> Wait, can you put in a good word for all of us? What? I mean, I please, I'm ready to leave Schman for Tom Brady. Absolutely. Oh my God. Um, okay, Sarah, Zulai, do you guys want to jump in? I mean, you both are married to actors. It, it cannot be easy. I, I always feel like the acting world, being in music, some of the most difficult industries, because it's always, for the most part, it's like feast, it's famine, it's, there's egos, there's so much, I mean... What? Are, how have I you think de- he navigated? Has to manage me more than I have to manage him. Kevin is really down. He is really a simple guy. At the end of the day, I'm, and he's done it all. Like he doesn't care about going out to like he doesn't want to be out at events. He doesn't want to. Uh, what's the word? Um, he thinks it's hilarious. That's Socialized. 
Not, not, not socialize. He doesn't want to. Um, sh- what's the word? Where you network, go? Network. 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 He's like that shit doesn't work. He's like you shouldn't do that. Like Lose. he he has to. I don't think meet. it works either. Oh, he's really? like oh, I, do. I don't get an audition. It does for some people. Yeah, for some people it does. Dude, no, it I totally hear, works. I want to hear more on this yeah. theory. Okay, be a fight. I feel it coming on. Oh, this is a good topic, <laughs> Zulai. Why does Kevin think that networking doesn't work? because he's because every it's become such a thing that it's like oh let's go to this networking event and it's it's like just let the work speak for itself he's like babe just do the audition kill the audition be great be great and then let it go and that's that's what I bring so in all honesty like I was a bitch on wheels this last week because a lot of things you know you kind of and going back to what you guys were just talking about it's all about communication. It's like, babe, I'm having a really hard day for these reasons. And when you don't get acknowledged or when he didn't ask what the reason why I was acting a certain way, it's like he's more managing like my my hurt feelings or or the reasons that I'm kind of like quiet or just not engaged. So I think we're going to do therapy again um, just to learn how to communicate more efficiently. And it's it's by the way, it's we, we've done therapy before, like three years ago, we did therapy and it was amazing. Yeah. To just learn how to communicate and listen. If you learn how to communicate and truly listen to your partner, amazing things will happen. But you forget and you get back into like your little mm-hmm. uh, every, everydayness, the mundane of life. But getting back to your question, um, we do a really good job at kind of leaving um, the the business of it just outside of our like we never fight about that about that stuff if he's got to go away for work i'm fully supportive i am fully you know and vice versa he does the same for me so we are really good at that i think it's just the uh, when when we're not communicating efficiently that's where we have the problems Mm. yeah sarah for me yeah what about for you doug's doug's not an actor he's a writer director and a podcaster. So he's like a voice and actor. Producer. <laughs> producer. Yeah. yeah. So he's not an actor. I think he's put himself in a couple of his things. That's what he wanted to be. He wanted to be like a Howard Stern. And that's what he I started to stand up. And he wanted to be an actor. So he has that personality of like he wants to be in the in the spotlight. But anytime we've done a photo shoot, he's literally the worst model you've ever met. Like the photographer <laughs> will say, um, okay, look at her and smile. And he goes like this. And he looks back at the camera and she's like, no, you have to hold it. So it's just like, I'm not on the side of the camera. He gets very uncomfortable. But with us, you know, I always, I dated a bunch of like different types of people growing up. And I always kind of was like, I want someone in the same business. We could be creative together. I thought that would be really cool. And I always was like, I would love to date a writer. And then I am now with a writer, but it's not what I thought it would be. You know, it's like, I thought, you know, he'd help me with my auditions and be my self tape partner. We've done two. And they both ended with me saying, I got to do this with a friend. You got to leave. It's disaster. It's a disaster. Um, And even though he's, he's not, he's never been an actor. So he doesn't understand, understand the actor's struggle. He sees things from a writer's standpoint. Like when I get an eight or nine page audition, that's due the next morning. And I'm frustrated like, why would they send, like, they're not going to watch nine minutes of my tape. Like, why even send this? So I like, go, why don't you send a scene, three pages? And if you like, if I'm right for the character, I have the right, like the right essence, then the callback is the nine pages. And he's like, you should just be appreciative that you have this audition. And he sees it as a writer who's, he spends, he honestly does. Like, if you ever have Doug Ellen auditions, 
he's word perfect. It's very Ooh. rare to meet word perfect um, people that really care. He has looked at every single like comma, period, every exclamation word, point wow. the way God, it's he said would never hire he hears me. it and it's my in his mind and that's why on the self-tape he would stop me in the middle of the self-tape that's not how the, yeah he's but like that's not how the line is written and i'm like this is an audition i don't care how the line is written i'm just trying to get these words out it's like i can tell i can tell you're thinking what's the word so i don't know it was a disaster but it's it's great to see him be creative and i when we were on set with him it was awesome to see him in his element run a set um so I hope Ramble On gets picked up and we get to see that more often. Um, and Sarah, you don't think networking works either? I'm just going to say in my experience with networking and now being with Doug, like I've personally now met so many creators, showrunners, huge directors, huge producers. Never has one of them been like, who's Sarah? Like they see me as, you know, his girlfriend or whatever it is. But before I met him, anytime you go to a party, it's always that fine line of, okay, is this guy getting my information because he's trying to hit on me or because he wants mm -hmm. to put me in something. And I've never had a job from doing networking ever. Like I've maybe had an audition, like they called me in for an audition, but again, were they just trying to hit on me? I don't know. So for me, networking has never panned out besides them hitting on you. And then Aaron, wow. you have a totally different take. You think it works. Yeah, I mean, look, my industry is a little bit different, but I also realize um, relationships are everything. Sorry, I, I just charged my my computer, so now I can go back into the closet. Uh, <laughs> Best place to record a podcast. Sarah is psychotic about sound, so I apologize for that. Um, I believe it works, but see, here's the thing. Like, I shift my focus to truly making sure I stay in good relationship with people. And as a broadcaster, it's oftentimes worked where they're like, oh, I need a sports broadcaster or a host for this. And like, let me see Aaron's tapes. So that's usually what always ends up happening where they'll be like, oh, but also acting, there's so much more competition. Like there's, you know, I don't really have as much competition as a female sports broadcaster. So when they're looking for someone and then we kind of mutually like each other and we like working with each other and we have a good rep reputation, it does pan out. And that's kind of, I've been fortunate with that. So networking for me depending on the outcome, usually has a good way of, of working for me, usually. I Yeah. And being in sports broadcasting, I mean, you are a journalist, so it is so much about relationships, I bet. You know, to interview athletes, you have to have a rapport with them. So I could see, yeah, that would make sense. Um, okay. Your podcast, you guys are very open in on your podcast about a lot of topics. What are your favorites to talk about? Do you all have, like, favorite topics you really like that you feel need you know, to be shed more light on, or you just are really passionate about? I love talking about like manifestation and quantum physics and how we make shit happen. Um, <laughs> um, I love that shit too. Okay. What are you yeah. manifesting? What? Tell me what crystals I need to buy. What? Okay. Yes. It's not like more like crystals, but it's like really fun books by Dr. Joe Dispenza and fun meditation videos or meditations that are you know, the, the the real tricks of manifestation, which is not just seeing this thing in your head, but actually having living in the emotions. And I find that all so fascinating. Because See, so I, was gonna so go, I was going to go with sex or uh, yeah. like a very different, different. Uh, different yeah, we're very diverse over here. Yeah, uh, I feel like 
Also entertainment. I love when we, when we have people on from the entertainment business, because I always am fascinated, like how they get their start. How do they get to where they are today and try to think like, Ooh, can I do what they did type of thing? I feel like that's what makes us so different because I love talking about spending habits, which we haven't done yet. And we need to do, uh, and kids, kids, kid, mom mode. I love like, you know, my mom yeah, mode. Is fun. Yeah. Super fun. Erin, what about you? Is there like a topic? You're on mute. You're on mute, Erin. I would, I would, I will go on and say while Erin fixes that, that she, Erin is very focused on all the self healing modalities that she can find and help other women, um, Mm. lean into. She's very well versed in a lot of different modalities. And she's just like, what I tell her all the time in our private chats that I, I find her so inspiring because she really does the work to heal all of the trauma that she's dealt with in the last few years. And I think that's what she's, she brings to our podcast is just a real, um, a real honest, vulnerable conversation about healing all sorts of trauma. So I really, I love you for that friend. I appreciate that. And, you know, in our group circle, we'll bring up, Hey, we have this idea. Hey, we have that idea. And I'm always in deep admiration when one woman's like, that doesn't work for me. And it, and, and, and it teaches me to have boundaries because I care deeply about the women that are in this group. And I always struggle. I think the thing I love talking about the most is being a woman in a, an industry that can be male dominated or high pressure. So how can you walk peacefully in a, a confrontational world where you feel good about your decisions and you're not so like the thing I'm reading right now is a book called not nice. And really the biggest takeaway for me is I'm not responsible for someone else's feelings. Like me Mm -hmm. saying my truth, if someone takes that the wrong way now, obviously I'm not trying to be like, there's a different way to say like, Hey, you're not looking so good today. I would never say that. But like, if you're saying like right now, I'm, I can't, I can't do this. What happens usually would be I'd have a boundary and then I'd feel guilt that I put the boundary down. So I think what I bring to the table and thank you, Z, like that was such a beautiful, you know, way of of describing what I feel I do bring in terms of value to the podcast is opening up my struggles with what I have had to deal with the last few years and be a little bit transparent, which I never felt comfortable with before, because I always had to feel like I look like I had all my shit together. Yeah. Yeah. I know. And isn't it tough being a people pleaser? Oh my God. I can relate to that so much. It's so hard oh. to unlearn that. And oh, very difficult. One of the people Gabor, <laughs> Gabor, Gabor <laughs> Mate, you know, the guy, yes. he recently put something on his Instagram that people that are charming, people that are charismatic, which I, I have found myself to kind of like lean into that. Yeah. It's stemming from trauma. Mm. Meaning, so the Chris Farley's of the world or, you know, whoever you would identify as charming, we've had to put that face forward because somewhere in our childhood, we were told to be that way. Oh, people will like us. So those that are and I thought that was fucking fascinating. Behind laughter is pain. Behind laughter is pain. Yeah. So that's always stuff that's really interesting to me because I'm always, I'm kind of like you, Sarah. Like when I first met you, like we gravitated real high energy. And sometimes I wonder, am I doing that to make everybody else feel safe? You know, like, do I not need to put forth so much energy? Like, can I, can I sit in that? Even though I'm a total extrovert and I really do get energy from people, but depending on the person, 
Yeah. Um, but I'm actually sitting more into myself and going like, maybe I don't need to try so hard. And is this a bit of a facade I'm putting forward so people like me more? I don't know. I'm. I, these are questions I'm asking myself right now. Um, great. Send me the book. I need to ask those too. Like, what I mean, Z, I need your manifestation book recommendations. Aaron, I, I'm the same way. I like always bring so much energy and then you like end up sometimes, you know, sometimes it's good and then sometimes you're drained, you know? So it's hard to find that balance. Um, look, ladies, we could talk for two hours. I, your your podcast is great. I love the topics. It's called Entertain Her, H-E-R podcast. You can find it, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, everywhere podcasts are played. I have one last question. Who is appearing on the next season of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills? Not one of us. Good one. You know, I did audition for that when Teddy Mellencamp fought it. What? Yeah, nobody knows that. Erica, oh, I just scared my baby. Erica, what? (laughs) Yeah, Uh, I I didn't know this. Yes, I was up for it. I knew the casting director. I was up for another show called LA Mom Club. And I was going to do that show. And then the casting director saw me and was like, can you audition for The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills? And I'm like, but I'm not rich. Like, what do you want me to do? Oh, you don't have to be. You just fake it. You Sarah so or Erica, so... you would have crushed that. Oh my like, god, Erica, they... yes, yes. You've seen she fights. Would, no. she would destroy everybody. Like it <gasps> wouldn't even be fair, right? Think they about. They said Erica. they wanted a younger version of what they had now. This was when Teddy got it, and then Teddy got it, and I was like, of course, Teddy got it. I'm sorry, who am I missing? I don't know. Have... This Teddy who? Melon Camp. Oh, oh, I didn't. Yeah, yeah. her, 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 her father is John is Cougar Mellencamp. Yeah, John this, Mellencamp. very famous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, don't I was like, I don't have famous parents, so yeah, I'm not gonna get it, and I'm not rich. You know, I was. I think I was living in a condo at that point because Matt and I were trying to save money to buy to like, you know. You're now very rich home. Got it. Okay, there we go. <laughs> was that was that yeah, hard? Exactly. Was that that's hard? what you have to do. Erica, were you bummed? I mean, so many, you know, I don't know. I mean, some people really want to be on reality TV and other people. Okay. You didn't care. I was not bummed. I didn't even think that I belonged in the same like sphere of these women, honestly. And I still would never think that I could do that. Uh, So no, I was not bummed. I was relieved more so. And then Matt was like, so our private life, like everything's gone. Like, do you want that? And I'm like, no, but yes, because then... I could live, we could live and have, you know, it was more about the like sponsors and growing a brand because oh, yeah. ultimately we would be acting. You could play a character. You guys are all actresses, you, you know? And so I feel like sometimes they do that, but it was a little catty. It was a little catty for me, but it, I mean, I would probably enjoy it for a small bit and then be over it. Like yeah, most people. <laughs> oh my God, please. You and Lisa Rinna could have been fighting. Oh my God. I love it. I mean, uh, terrific. Like this would have been great. Um, okay. You all are amazing. Where can, obviously I told people where they can find the podcast, but each of your Instagrams are very inspiring. You share more there. And you know what I love too? I wanted to say this because um, Z, you had brought this up. I think what's so unique about your show too, is you guys bring a lot of diversity to it. I love seeing women of all different backgrounds and colors. And uh, Z, I know you're from Columbia originally and Erica you're a Latino woman like it's it's great to see you guys I think mixing and Sarah military military and and Erica we're both veterans that right when that's it's amazing I cannot even see you guys in the military like what were you doing were you it's amazing shooting people (laughs) 
You're on mute. You're on mute, Z. I was like, we were up in there eating MREs and shooting M16s. I love That's it. right. I learned. How, I, I I know how to shoot a good nine mil too. M60s, Ooh, M16s, nine mil. You, you. Oh my god! We Don't mess shooting. with Erica. Don't mess with her. And should Zula. we have a shooting range uh, competition day? Yes, that needs to be yes. the next podcast episode. Ooh. You guys need to go have a Ooh. shootout. Yes, 100%. I, don't, I haven't shot a gun in so long, so I don't know how good I will be. But I'm Even happy to do that. I wasn't in the military. I just feel for some reason like I'd be a really good shot. Are you trying to jump in the competition, Sarah? <laughs> yes. Okay. E. <laughs> Let's do Aaron, it. Pascarelli, are you in? I'm always in, guys. Always. <laughs> I love it. Sarah, okay. you are amazing. Sarah, you're in too. I Sarah, love how you do guys. I say your last name? Fraser or Fraser? Well, it's actually <laughs> it's supposed to be Fraser, like Brendan Fraser. But it's but we I say oh, it Fraser. I don't know why. I it's somehow along the way it got it's changed. More, it's a little bit Fraser. Fraser. Yeah. Okay, so it's but either Sarah way, Fraser. Really, yeah. Yes. And I'm I'm like, I actually don't care what anyone calls me it's so I'm like the least I mean of course Sarah like is so easy but Fraser Fraser whatever I think it would be ironic if you were annoyed that someone mispronounced your name <laughs> <When> I... <laughs> with, considering you yeah. can't do it for anyone else <laughs> to be honest so <laughs> I demand Sorry. it's Fraser mine but I can't get yours right um okay entertain her <laughs> podcast wait real quick go through your Instagrams where can everybody find you on IG Zulai underscore Hanau just my first and last name, Aaron Coscarelli. Sarah with no H. That's where we're different. Okay. There um, we Sarah E. What is your middle name, by the way? Mine is Hanley, which yeah. was my mom's maiden name. Hanley. Okay. I just met another Sarah Elizabeth. Mine's Elizabeth the other day. She's like, oh my God. I'm like, this is not the first time. That's <laughs> popular. But so Sarah with no H. So Sarah E. Sanderson. Also, you can follow us at Entertain Her with an H. And mine's Erica L. Cedeno. Yes, -I I love you guys have a show Instagram. So smart. Okay. Bye, ladies. Adore you. Amazing. Thanks. Bye, Sarah. Bye. Bye.